All right, we're going to go to the book of Acts in chapter number 9, and we're also going to find Galatians chapter number 1. What did Brother Decker call these campers? Uh, what was it? What is it? The hangy downy thingy. Uh, so find the hangy downy thingy in your Bible and put it in Galatians chapter number uh, one for some of you, uh, aka bookmark, <laughs> and uh, the hangy downy thingy. And so we had it in a particular passage uh, at camp, but we'll have it there uh, in Galatians chapter number one. Um, this morning in my Sunday school class, uh, it happened to be that we were in Acts chapter number nine uh, as uh, we're going through the book of Acts. Uh, and then with uh, Brother Patton uh, this morning preaching, uh, some out of the book of Acts chapter number 9, uh, also in Galatians chapter number 1, uh, in Galatians 2, uh, the, uh, I'm going to kind of stick with that theme, take that as of the Lord, because I, uh, there's some great stuff in here that I want to point out. Also, uh, in messages, often uh, I'll reference this, uh, and I often mis- misquote it, uh, paraphrasing it, so I want to look at it in Galatians chapter number 1, uh, the actual wording there. Uh, one of the things I love about the Apostle Paul uh, is uh, his backstory. Uh, at camp, we had the camp theme was origin story. I mentioned backstories and what those mean and, uh, this last week. Uh, but uh, his life, um, who he was taught by, you know, the fact that uh, he was you know, a Pharisee of Pharisees. Um, he was of the stock of Benjamin. He was uh, he, his heritage, uh, his education, uh, he would be uh, today kind of the who's who uh, of society, um, very learned. Uh, and, and what he did, uh, in fact, uh, we might read that uh, here today, um, he said that he did ignorantly in unbelief uh, as he persecuted the church, uh, and uh, he rehearsed that uh, several times uh, in his epistles, because he knew uh, where he was. In fact, he referred to himself as the chiefest of sinners. Um, you know, as, uh, as, um, as many times as he was, you know, follow me as I follow Christ, you know, um, do what I told you because you owe me your own life. Uh, and uh, the admonitions that he gave, hey, uh, I would, you know, I'd come, I'd, I'd come there, but basically I'd kill you, uh, so I'm writing you this letter. Uh, that's really what he was, uh, what he was saying. Uh, he was a humble man. Uh, and, uh, and he had a joy, uh, and he uh, realized that even though he was in prison, he was a, uh, he was captive, a captive of the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, uh, it said in the text here that he was bound by the Spirit uh, as uh, he uh, was sent uh, to where uh, he was to go. It said that to the church uh, of Ephesus uh, as uh, we read about that. But we're going to read uh, some of this account, chapter number 9. Uh, and then we're going to jump over to chapter number one, uh, make some comments, and then really take what uh, is kind of deep uh, and uh, in, uh, with dealing with the sovereignty of God and God's plan uh, in the life of Paul, uh, and then just kind of bring it back to what I'm going to call tonight uh, a baby's first steps, uh, a newborn Christian. Um, you know, what, uh, what do they do or what should they do? Uh, and we find that so as, as much as Paul was who he is and who he turned out to be and, uh, and God uh, using him in such a great way, he was uh, at one point a brand new baby Christian. Uh, and, uh, and, and so if what he went through and what he did was good enough for him, uh, then I think it's uh, good enough uh, for us. You may remain seated as we read part of this account in chapter number 9, verse 1. 
And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that he, uh, if he found any of this way, whether they be men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest uh, thou me? I mentioned in Sunday school that, uh, that persecuting Christians uh, is, is akin to persecuting Christ himself. Uh, Jesus said, why persecute me? Uh, and Saul was persecuting uh, believers, those that were in the way. Uh, and verse 5, and he said, who art thou, Lord? Uh, and the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks, simply meaning uh, that, uh, that he was causing them to suffer, uh, and, and it was a useless thing. He was not going to thwart uh, the plan of God. And in that moment, he didn't know that he was included uh, in that plan uh, and that he had been included in that plan before he was even born. Uh, now, again, I'm not a Calvinist, uh, and, uh, but the sovereignty of God is a thing. Uh, God is all-knowing. Uh, he is past, present, and future. There's nothing that surprises God. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, uh, the wording, whether it's predestined or uh, the elect and all that in the Bible, uh, it gets misconstrued. Uh, I mean, the elect is, simply means chosen. When you go, uh, when you go and uh, you elect a politician, uh, you, well, uh, it might not even mean that they're chosen. Uh, it might be some shenanigans going on. Uh, but there's no sh- shenanigans with God. Uh, and so God has predestined us to be conformed to his image. Uh, he, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus before the world began. Uh, so God has a plan. He knew me before he formed me uh, in the belly. Uh, and just like he knew me and just like he knew you, he knew Saul. Uh, and, uh, and we're going to read about that here in a second. But he said, it's, it's, there's no use uh, of you uh, fighting all this. Uh, it's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he trembling... Verse 6, And astonished said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. Uh, And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, uh, but seeing no man. Uh, Quickly then they brought him by the hand, the men that were with him. And by the way, those were men that were on their way to aid Paul uh, in the slaughtering of Christians. They were on their way to Damascus. Uh, they heard a voice, didn't see what was going on, uh, and of course, uh, the glory of the Lord and that, uh, it blinded uh, Paul. Some believe that his thorn in the flesh were, were eye problems and things that were resu- as a result of, of this, maybe a reminder uh, of, uh, of who he was and what he had gone through. And I, I mentioned uh, that uh, all of us who are saved... Uh, we've had an experience. It might not be a Damascus Road experience, but that's how we refer to uh, salvation uh, according to this story. Uh, And so he arose from the earth, verse 8, and when his eyes were open, he saw no man. He was blind, but they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight, uh, neither did eat nor drink. Now, uh, God uh, said, this is who I am. Uh, he's converted. God tells him to go, and he's waiting. Uh, and by the way, that's, um, you know, we should never, it's hard for us to wait uh, on God. But th- that may be part of, of his purpose in helping us to, uh, to have patience, learn to wait on him. And, uh, and so, there, you know, you think about what happened to him. He's on his way. 
Uh, think about the people that were there, right, uh, that were with him, that brought him hand-to-hand to Damascus, to the house of Judas, uh, which he was not a, sympathi- uh, a sympathizer with the Jews either. Uh, and they're all waiting. Uh, and uh, Paul's not eating. He's not drinking for three days. Uh, and then verse 10, there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. Uh, and uh, there were two Ananiases that, uh, that we know of. Uh, that we read about. Uh, One was a bad Ananias, one was a good Ananias. Uh, One blasphemed God, one didn't. Uh, And there's some uh, some parallels there. This is good Ananias. Uh, And God came to him in a vision. Uh, God, by the way, doesn't do that uh, with Christians anymore. If you say you're having a vision, uh, it, it, it more than likely isn't coming from God. Uh, it's your, your conscience, your subconscious mind. Uh, I have had, um, I was telling somebody earlier, I, I walk by that uh, the ice maker in the kitchen and somebody had just gone in there perhaps to fill a drink or whatever and they dropped some of the, uh, of the liquid gold. Remember, that's gold nuggets. Uh, and, uh, and it melts on the floor. I walk in there, my heart sinks. I'm like, oh, it's leaking again. I have dreams about, I have nightmares uh, about that uh, cutting loose and ruining <laughs> another floor. It's what you think about in the daytime you think about when you sleep. Uh, your subconscious mind. And, uh, and, uh, but not to get um, uh, deep down into all of that. He had a vision And uh, he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. Verse 11, The Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas, for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth, and uh, hath seen in a vision a uh, a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him, that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, and this would be the same way that you and I would probably answer, Lord, I have heard uh, by many of this man uh, how much evil he hath done to to thy saints at Jerusalem, uh, and here he hath authority from the chief priests uh, to bind all that call on thy name. Uh, and just like uh, God uh, and how he dealt with Ananias, he might deal with us as well. Uh, we lay out our excuse. We lay out our concern. Uh, you know, uh, oh, thank you, Lord, uh, but I heard about this guy. Uh, he's not a good guy. Uh, nobody would want uh, to go and, and meet face-to-face the person who they understood was coming to kill them. Uh, but the Lord told him to go, uh, and we read that in verse 15, but the Lord said unto him, go thy way, uh, for he, and notice what it says, is a chosen vessel unto me to bear the name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel, for I will show him uh, how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said, brother Saul, I like that, uh, brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way, uh, as thou camest, hath sent me, that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately there fell from his eyes that had been scales, and he received sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. And, uh, and when he had received meat, he was strengthened. Then, when Saul, uh, then was Saul certain days with the disciples which were at Damascus. Uh, and then, the Bible says, straightway he preached uh, the uh, Christ in the synagogues uh, that he is the Son of God. Now, um, we read down through here, and we get down to uh, verse 26. Uh, and when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he essayed to join himself to the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, and believed not that he was a disciple. Uh, now, this uh, is uh, something that took place, um, verse 23, after many days were fulfilled. Now, I said earlier uh, that when we read the book of Acts, a great thing to do is to go to the epistles that correspond uh, with the accounts we're reading and we put them together. Um, one of the mistakes that Christians make 
uh, it with their hermeneutics, biblical interpretation. Uh, it's not understanding the whole context uh, of uh, passages of Scripture. Uh, so um, it looks like uh, he was there for a couple of days, and then he met with Barnabas. Uh, but, but three years had passed uh, at this point. There's, a, there's, a, there's space uh, in here. You say, well, it doesn't say that uh, in Acts chapter number 9. It doesn't. It says it in Galatians 1, uh, we are hanging down, uh, you're hanging down anything he is. Uh, so let's go there uh, and take a look uh, at Galatians chapter number 1. Uh, the book of Galatians is a letter that Paul wrote to the church at where? Galatia. Galatian Christians uh, that, uh, that on his journeys, uh, a church was started and, uh, and he's certifying some things to them. Uh, he was concerned that they so soon, um, he asked the question, who hath bewitched you uh, that you should turn from the truth, paraphrasing, uh, very straight away in the first century. False doctrine had crept in, wolves. Uh, there, were, there were people that, uh, that were going to come in he, he, that he warned them about, uh, the Lord did. Uh, and uh, there were people that from within uh, that were also causing problems. Uh, and he says this in verse 11 of, of chapter number 1, But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. Uh, now remember, the Bible says that he was strengthened. Uh, he went to the desert uh, we're going to read here in a second, and spent three years in seclusion, uh, more than likely, uh, and being strengthened in the Lord and learning some things. Uh, and in what he received uh, that he preached, he didn't receive it from, from man. Uh, he received it from God. Verse 12, For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. For ye have heard of my conversation. In time past, in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure, uh, I persecuted the church of God and wasted it. Uh, I encourage you to look at those words, persecuted and wasted. And, it pro- and profited in the Jews' religion above many my equals in mine own nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, this is important, but when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by His grace. Isn't that something? You think about who he was, where he came from, all he did. In fact, he, just re- he, said he did bad things, and he did it better than anybody else. He was, he was the bestest, Brother Omley, uh, and, uh, uh, at what he, what he was doing. Persecuted Christians beyond measure. Uh, and he did it uh, ignorantly uh, in an unbelief. Uh, and, uh, but the Bible says that it, when it pleased God. See, you can't get saved unless it pleases God to save you, that He draws you. Uh, in fact, there were, uh, who knows, any number of men that were there on this road, but God had a plan. And that plan for, uh, for Saul, you think about it, he's on his way, I'm going to Jerusalem, I'm going to Damascus, rather, uh, and I'm going to clean house. I've got, I've got a letter, uh, I've, got, I've got the authority, uh, and I'm coming in. That was, that was his plan. And God, God found him, God chose him. Uh, and, uh, and he t- turned to Christ, uh, and, but God, God had a plan beyond just... And by the way, he does for all of us. He was a chosen vessel uh, from his mother's womb, and so are you, uh, if we believe that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus before the world began. And so God called him by his grace, verse 16, to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the heathen. Uh, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood, neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia 
and then returned again unto Damascus. And so Arabia, he was three, three years uh, there, uh, and uh, the, the Bible explains that. Uh, and then he returned to Damascus. And so when we read about Barnabas there in chapter number 9, three years have passed. He was in the desert. Uh, I, I, I say that in Bible college, the school of hard knocks uh, and uh, learning of, of Christ and who he was, uh, some thought, well, uh, Saul probably thought uh, about being promoted, uh, but God uh, had seclusion planned for him. Uh, and in fact, the Bible warns uh, about, in 1 Timothy, uh, about new Christians taking on uh, too much. Uh, and, uh, and new Christians want to, oftentimes, man, they, uh, they just want to uh, get in and get involved, and they're enthusiastic about that, but, uh, but there's also uh, a, a maturing that needs to take place as we grow uh, in the Lord and by His grace. Uh, and for Paul, uh, he went there, verse 18, then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and then abode with him for 15 days. But other uh, of the apostles saw none save James, the Lord's brother, now the things which I write unto you, behold, before God I lie not. Afterwards I came into the regions of Syria and Cilicia and was unknown by face unto the churches of Judea which were in Christ. But they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preaches the faith which once he destroyed. And they glorified God in me. Uh, and by the way, we should do that. We should always glorify God in people. When we see that people get saved... Uh, we know that all of heaven rejoices. The angels rejoice when one sinner uh, comes to repentance. Uh, but how often, you know, um, uh, do we hear of someone getting born again and it doesn't move us at all? Uh, in fact, uh, we will say stuff like this, well, time will tell, uh, you know, or we'll, you know, we'll see, uh, and, uh, and we're so skeptical. Uh, I'm just excited when somebody makes a profession of faith. And, 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 and by the way, uh, some of the people who are the most difficult critics uh, or who say things like, you don't know my heart, uh, are the same ones who say nonsense about new converts. Uh, and, uh, and it's okay, you don't know their heart either. And, and why don't we just praise God that they uh, accepted Christ as their personal Savior. Uh, and, uh, and really, uh, the, I love that saying, it's our job to catch them and, and, and God's job to clean them. And, uh, and so, so we're involved in the catching process as fishers of men, uh, but God is the one involved in the sanctification process. He cleans them, uh, and we're just to love them and, and, to, go, and to go forward. And, uh, and, and there are going to be people that, uh, that make professions of faith, and, uh, and they've got all kinds of sordid backgrounds, and uh, maybe not like, like as bad as Paul, uh, but we need to, to receive them. So in Galatians chapter number 1, uh, we have the kind of missing pieces, if you will, of what we're reading in chapter number 9. So let's go back to chapter number 9. Uh, and, uh, and it says in verse 22, But Saul increased in more in strength and confounded the Jews which dwelt in Damascus. Uh, so he was there preaching Christ straight away. That's what he was doing. Uh, and then the Bible says that, uh, that, he, that he left to Arabia three years, came back, and then he spent some time with Peter. And that's who we read about at the end of chapter number 9, 10. Uh, and we don't really hear about Paul again until they called from him from Tar in Tarsus uh, in chapter number 11. And by the way, that was another 12 years uh, that had taken place. So between his conversion uh, and, uh, and his, uh, as he began to, to preach and, and do all that we read about in the books of Acts, 
there was some time uh, that took place. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and he, uh, of course, Paul, uh, gives us uh, reference uh, to that as well uh, in, in the Scriptures. And so in chapter number 9, uh, and uh, back here again, uh, let me find it, uh, and verse number 24, But their laying wait was known of Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. And the disciples took him by night and let him down uh, in the wall in a basket. And when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he essayed to join himself to the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, and believed not that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and declared unto them how that he had seen the Lord in the way, and that he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. And he was with them coming in and going out of Jerusalem, and he spake boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus, and disputed against the Grecians, and they went about to, to slay him. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, we see that, uh, that uh, um, a transition here, uh, which when the brethren knew, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him forth to Tarsus. Uh, and uh, that was his hometown, uh, and he remained there until Peter called for him uh, in chapter number 11, uh, and, uh, and separated Saul and, and Barnabas uh, for the work of the ministry. And, and of course, we know uh, what uh, took place uh, with all of that. Now, uh, I don't want to uh, go super long tonight, uh, but I wanted to point Galatians 1 and Acts chapter 9 uh, together so we can see how we properly uh, interpret these passages of scriptures. Uh, if you, by the way, if you think something's missing or something's out of sort, it isn't a problem with the Bible. It isn't a problem with God. It's usually a problem with us uh, as we're trying to, uh, to read and comprehend, understand what God is saying. Uh, but there's so much involved with the sovereignty of God uh, and uh, His omniscience, the, the plan of salvation uh, as it's extended to the heathen, through the Apostle Paul, uh, that he had separated him from the womb uh, for that very task. Uh, and, uh, and he uh, immediately um, obeyed the Lord uh, in all that. You say, well, um, that's all great. Uh, and, uh, and, and there's a lot for us to kind of peel back uh, and to study and to look at uh, from, uh, from his life uh, and the missionary, his missionary journeys. If there's a study, like if I was to go to... to um, Jerusalem to go to Israel. Uh, probably, I'm probably as interested. Please don't think I'm bad for this. Uh, you know, I want to see where you know uh, the tomb is, and I want to see where Jesus walked or whatever. But they have a tu- they have tours for the, with the Apostle Paul in his missionary journeys and stuff like that. Uh, and I'm interested in in, in all of that because uh, is uh, the Lord's our as our example. But most of what we know from the Bible and how to live as a Christian. Uh, was written by inspiration by the Apostle Paul. Um, has, a, has a tremendous influence on all of us as Christians uh, today uh, because of that. And so there's lots of great stuff that we can pull and, and see and know and just distances uh, and, and how difficult it was and, and all that he had gone through that, uh, that this morning uh, we saw that he um, counted it as nothing. Uh, and he realized that uh, God uh, had called him and separated him, ordained him, anointed him, and, and all of that. So uh, when I think of Paul and the, the deeper things and who he was, I also look at him as a brand new baby Christian. Uh, and, uh, and so I want to give you uh, seven things uh, as a, a list very fast, uh, not a big long 
uh, list. I was getting confused this morning when Brother Patton was, he's like, all right, number two, and then he's on number one, and then he's on three, and, and so he was naming out his subpoints. and at one point he's like, and, and in the last one, I'm thinking, all right, he's about to wrap it up, and he goes, all right, number two, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and he was preaching fast because uh, he knew we had a little time and some baptisms and stuff, uh, so if uh, uh, Brother uh, Hunter's actually going to be updating uh, the website, uh, I bribed him, uh, and uh, so pretty soon that'll be on uh, the, uh, the website, and you can listen to it again, put it in slow motion, uh, and, uh, and write those, uh, those things down. So uh, point number one uh, of seven, very quickly, uh, I think one of the first steps that any baby Christian should take uh, is to, number one, uh, um, open up allegiance to Christ through baptism. The Bible says in verse number 18, as soon as he uh, the scales fell from his eyes, he received this sight forthwith, and arose and was baptized. Uh, uh, we won't spend time on that, but the prerequisite for baptism is salvation. He was saved on the road to Damascus, and the first thing he did was identified uh, with Christ through believer's baptism. That doesn't save him, uh, but it was a public testimony, not just, I mean, it was, um, this was Saul saying, uh, I've changed, and, and, if, and, and many, most people were kind of like, hmm. I know about that. Uh, and so publicly baptized uh, to reckon himself dead uh, to the old life and walking in newness of life. Uh, and I think every Christian, first step of obedience uh, always is uh, to present yourself for baptism. It's the will of God. You don't got to pray about it. Uh, it is something that every Christian uh, should do. Uh, testify. Uh, to those that, uh, that saw that. This morning, uh, we had two, and one's Michaela. And Michaela, you had some family and stuff that was, uh, uh, Mackenzie, I'm sorry. Mackenzie, you had some family here. Uh, and, uh, and so came to, to, uh, to see that. Uh, and uh, part of it is, it's a special, it's a special occasion. Uh, people come to baptisms for numbers of reasons. People think all kinds of stuff about baptisms. Uh, and uh, so they were out. But really what that is for McKinsey is professing to, to us and to her family that were present uh, that, uh, that she's, she's a new person and that she's identifying with, uh, with the Word of God and, uh, and, uh, and her beliefs in making that profession. Every Christian, every, every baby Christian, uh, everyone that gets saved uh, ought to follow the Lord straightway, uh, forthwith, uh, I like that word, uh, with baptism. Number two. I think every baby Christian uh, in their first steps uh, should link up with God's people. Follow the Lord in believers' baptism, but then get connected to uh, other believers. Um, God knows how important that is uh, in this story uh, that he says in a vision, Hey, Ananias, uh, uh, there's Saul, uh, and go, go and greet him. Uh, and the dialogue that we had there, uh, and, uh, and he went. Uh, we know of uh, who are the people that uh, we read about in Scripture who expounded the Word of God more perfectly uh, for the Apostle Paul, husband and wife team. Does anybody remember? Aquila and Priscilla. Uh, and, uh, and learning and being strengthened in the Word of God by revelation of God, God teaching him, getting around good people. And by the way, um, Saul, again, Paul, who wrote most of our New Testament, uh, received instruction uh, and, and got his... Uh, his thoughts on some things tweaked, uh, not just by uh, a man, but also by a woman. 
Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, men, uh, don't think, I know the Bible says, suffer not a woman to teach, nor you serve authority over a man, and we like to wield that stuff like, like a club uh, and uh, when it suits us. Uh, but uh, um, you can learn a lot. I mean, I kid about my wife writing my sermons, uh, you know, and uh, being, uh, you know, the, uh, the Holy Spirit uh, in my life, but she has a great influence uh, on, on the things that, uh, that I do. And, uh, and so Paul uh, connected with God's people, other Christians. Some were skeptical. Others had to jump on. Uh, everybody needs a Barnabas uh, that's going to go, hey, you know, um, we need to love this guy. He's one of us now, and he's legit, uh, and to get behind. And Barnabas was an encourager. Uh, but, but even when we read later on, uh, uh, Barnabas and Saul kind of had a problem. Uh, and, uh, and so even good friends at some point disconnect, uh, and all, those, uh, all of that, we're imperfect people. Uh, but at the beginning, Barnabas was like, hey, uh, team, he's on our team, and we need to be for him, uh, and, uh, and God uh, had much. So he brought him to the, the apostles, declared how that he had seen. Uh, the Lord gave him his testimony. Hey, uh, and, uh, uh, and maybe, you know, what we would need, we would need affidavits by at least 10 of his cohorts, uh, written statements verifying the fact that there was uh, indeed a voice that uh, nobody could see uh, and that he was blind. Was it, uh, you know, what was it for? Did we get a medical opinion uh, about this? It's something that needs to explain. Uh, we explain everything away. Uh, and uh, so he's playing a trick. He's getting us all in. We've seen that in the Bible. Hey, uh, you know, uh, my father tore down the altars uh, and I'm going to tear them down more. And it's to draw all the, all the heretics and all the false uh, idol worshipers in uh, to kill them all. Uh, we see that over and over uh, in the Old Testament. Uh, and, uh, and they knew that history. Uh, so, uh, but we need to, we need to uh, connect, connect with God's people. Number three, we need uh, the baby Christian in their first steps I think every one of them should boldly proclaim Christ. Uh, straightway, verse 20, he preached, the, preached Christ in the synagogues uh, that he is the Son uh, of God. Uh, the Bible said back in, uh, in our text in Galatians as well uh, that uh, immediately, uh, I conferred not with flesh and spirit, neither went up to Jerusalem. He went uh, and did all this, uh, and uh, he, was, uh, he, just, he started serving God right away. Uh, so we need to boldly proclaim Christ. Tell people. Um, what was done. Remember, uh, the gospel that Paul preached, he says, I didn't get it from man, I got it from God. Uh, and uh, and one of the, what was preached in Paul's defense by Barnabas uh, was, was Paul's testimony. And so this is what happened to him. And, and, and that's really, in many respects, all a person needs to be armed with uh, when they go to tell somebody about Jesus. Let me tell you what Jesus did for me. Uh, and, and how he saved me and how he's given me a, a home in heaven. Number four, um, I think every baby Christian's first steps uh, should be to spend some time alone with God. Um, we see uh, Paul being separated uh, and uh, not conferring with flesh and blood, going to Arabia, spending some time, uh, and we need to do the same thing. I'm not saying, you know, go to the desert uh, go to you know you get saved and you go to Yakima and live in a uh, you know out on the hills somewhere there in, in the desert uh, conferring with with the Lord, uh, but um, uh, you need to get alone with God and the Word of God. Uh, and by the way, when somebody says, you know, I'm a new believer, and you you start to share that with people, um, there are a lot of people who want to make sure that you get in their church and that you that you read their Bible version. 
uh, and that you do this and do that, and, and you get all kinds of advice uh, about what to do now that you're uh, a, a new Christian. But you should get alone with God uh, and get in the Word of God uh, because here's what's going to happen. You're not going to read the Bible, like I've said recently, and, and turn into a Calvinist. Uh, you're not going to read the Bible uh, and come away with it uh, with this, this popular, you know, uh, name it, claim it, um, you know, uh, motivational speaker, encouraging type uh, preachers who, uh, who just tell you how to become a better you. Um, you're not going to, in fact, most of the time when you read your Bible, um, you're going you're gonna to put it down and go, ouch, that was rough. It's like beholding our face, the Bible says, in a glass. We behold it and we, uh, and we turn away uh, and, uh, and God reveals it's, a, it's, a, it's powerful. Uh, it's like a two-edged sword piercing even the divineness under his soul and the spirit, right? Uh, and uh, it's sharp. Uh, and so if you, every time you read the Bible and, uh, you, you, and you're reading it uh, and, you, and you're like, oh, uh, you know, and it's, just, it's rainbows and butterflies, um, you're, I don't know what you're reading uh, because there you can be encouraged by the word of God. But as for a baby Christian, uh, when, when it's fresh and it's new and you get in there, you're like, oh, my soul, I, I shouldn't probably do that anymore. I shouldn't go there anymore. So, oh, I need, to, I need to do what? I need to tell, I need to, uh, I need to tell people about Jesus. That's kind of scary, telling people about Jesus. And, uh, and uh, what, what's this whole given stuff? I mean, it's scary. Uh, and uh, uncharted territory for the new Christian. Uh, but you just get in the Bible and get alone uh, with God. Uh, the, the new Christian, baby Christian, their first steps, they should increase in strength. We see that uh, with him. Uh, and uh, number six, um, I think every baby Christian uh, will go through struggles. Uh, and, uh, and that God intends for us to do that. He's, we're clay and he's molding and shaping us. Verse 16 uh, of our text in chapter number nine says, for I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And he did that with, with Peter, remember? It's like, you know, I, uh, you know here's what um, you know, John's gonna do, but what about me, you know? And, uh, and basically God's gonna, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna die uh, for me. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, God, whether in the desert, uh, through this time or whatever, Paul knew uh, that everything that was, he was going to go through was the, for the furtherance of the gospel and that people weren't to be concerned about it uh, and uh, that they were to rejoice. And he spent a lot of time just telling people, hey, you know, yes, I've got stripes and I've been shipwrecked and this has happened, this has happened, all to the glory of God. And don't you worry about it. In fact, I'm going to and you should glory in all of it. Uh, for the privilege uh, to be counted, to suffer uh, for Christ and, uh, and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering. That sounds like a club you want to join. Uh, you know, which club do you want to join? The fellowship of suffering. Sign me up. Uh, but isn't that what happens? God warned, it says, Jesus said, if they, if they persecute me, they're going to persecute you. Uh, and, and, uh, and think it not strange uh, from the persecutions and things. So uh, I think uh, Christians, baby Christians, are going to experience it, you know, internal struggles, external struggles, uh, people that are going to question uh, you and what you do. One of the hardest things for me uh, as, uh, as a baby Christian uh, was to try to, to learn of God and live for Him uh, and in the midst of a lot of things that were going on in my life at the time, it was a huge struggle. I was very angry. 
uh, and, and, and trying to be light and salt, I, you know, I'm reading that. I, you are salt of the earth, and you are the light of the world, and, uh, and I'm a fisher of men and, and, and trying to lead people to Christ, and, uh, and, and I'm you know, fighting and, uh, and nonsense and all these different things that were going on in my life, and, and it was just difficult, in fact, to the point where uh, I just had to separate myself uh, from all of that, and, and in essence, uh, was no longer at home uh, from 15 years of age, uh, because it was hard for me uh, to live for Jesus uh, and being around the things that I was being around. It didn't, they weren't, they weren't compatible. Uh, so, so there's going to be struggles. You're going to lose friends. You're going to have family members that forsake you. They're going to, people are going to think you're strange and weird and, uh, and, uh, and whatever. Uh, but uh, you know what? Um, you know, I'd rather be in that company uh, than, uh, than any other. And so uh, baby's uh, first steps will include some, some struggles. You think about um, you know, a, 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 a real baby uh, that, uh, that they fall. We've been watching, you know, uh, their grandkids and taking steps and running and, you know, falling down and whatever and knocking uh, into stuff. Little Lily fell out of bed the other night and uh, got a cut and, uh, and, uh, and on and on. Uh, babies, when they first start walking, uh, they don't really got the hang of it. Um, and there's all the adages, you crawl before you walk and everything else and, uh, and uh, that we can make application. And then uh, I think it's important, lastly, uh, for baby Christians to think about, to go back and face uh, where they've been. Uh, and uh, and Paul, uh, Paul knew, and he, and he did, he's just like, I was the worst, I'm the chiefest of sinners, I excelled in all this, I persecuted Christians, I did it ignorantly in, in unbelief. Uh, and, uh, and Jesus, by his grace, saved me, uh, but he carried that uh, around with him um, his entire Christian life. He thought about it often. He proclaimed it to people, both in, in ways so that they would understand, maybe relate to him, uh, to, to, uh, to, to show or display. Because uh, there are probably people, if you go 10, 20, 30 years into, uh, in those ministries who um, you know, um, weren't around when, when Saul Saul was uh, was doing what he was doing, uh, that meeting him for the first time, like, hey, this guy, you know, who is this guy? Uh, and, uh, and people would, re- and he himself would remind them, going back, uh, Jeremiah did that lamentations. It brings us hope to think about, not to glorify the devil uh, for the things that we've done, uh, but, but to just remember um, what Jesus saved us from. Uh, and, uh, and remember how he's transformed our life and uh, how, uh, how good we have it in the Lord and how he is blessed and, and to think about those things. And, and I do it, uh, you know, and, uh, and this week I'll be in, in my Tarsus, if you will, in my hometown. When I go to my hometown uh, and uh, um, the floodgates open, uh, and I'm reminded every day by sights and this and that, and, and here's where this, and here's where I did that, and I could go, uh, and I just remember just like it was yesterday. I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, uh, but I can remember what I did 20, 30 uh, years ago in that town. And, uh, and so it's, I'll go on little tours. I'll just get in the car or whatever and go and, uh, and, uh, and just go around and just, and just remember. And then praise God for, for what he's done. And um, that's a good exercise for us to do. So I'll be doing that this week, uh, and uh, just the you just you just smell the air, and and in memories you know will flood back. I'll see people, family members. We're having family reunions. 
uh, and uh, many of those family members are people that, uh, that I hurt or they hurt me or, uh, or uh, there's, there's history and there's scars and, uh, and, there's, and there's all those things. Just remind it and, and it just, um, uh, it's important uh, to never forget uh, where Jesus, uh, where he's brought you from and where he's, and where he's taking you. Uh, and, uh, and he knows our flesh. He knows, our, he knows we're, uh, we're, we've received this, this gift in earthen vessels, uh, is the way that Paul uh, says it. We are frail. God knows our frame. Uh, he knows, he knows uh, who you were uh, and, uh, and, 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 and what his plans for you are. It's our job to figure that stuff out uh, and figure out that purpose. Uh, but um, uh, so lots of great deep stuff. In the story, uh, in the accounts, and the missionary journeys, and who is involved in everything else, and the sovereignty of God, uh, but right in the middle of all that, it's just here's what baby Christians should do, uh, and uh, and we've got uh, we've got some here, uh, we've got many in our church that are new uh, to to the Lord and the Word of God, uh, and uh, and what a great example we have, uh, and uh, and there's not a person that's been saved at Berean Baptist Church ever uh, that is as bad as the Apostle Paul just isn't. So, well, I'm a pretty bad dude. You ain't bad like Paul was bad. And, uh, and so, um, you know, and if God can take him and use him, he can take and use you as well. Amen. Let's all stand tonight with our heads bowed and uh, our eyes closed. And uh, maybe tonight, by way of invitation, we can just uh, spend some time just praising God, thanking him. Take our, take our own trip back in memory lane for a moment this evening uh, and just think about who you were uh, before Christ, B.C. Uh, is how I term that. B.C., this is where I was, and this is the path I was going, and I know I was on my way to hell, but even beyond that, uh, I was the enemy of God, and, uh, and, uh, and I, you, know, uh, you persecuted uh, Christ in your own ways. Uh, and, uh, and God, through His grace, reached down and chose you and saved you uh, and, uh, and set you on uh, straight and narrow, uh, gave you a new life in and, uh, and the Holy Spirit of God and the Word of God. Uh, and, uh, and God is so good to us. Let's just thank him tonight.